From an undisclosed location high in the Hollywood Hills, it's time once again for the long shot. Tonight, the Great Lakes State, SeaWords, Cologne, and very special guest, Alex Gonzalez. And now, please welcome the host of the long shot, Sean Conroy. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Good afternoon, good evening, good morning, good night, good day, good dusk, good dawn. My name is Sean Conroy. I am your host. Welcome to The Long Shot. It is a podcast with us today on the show. None other than uh, Jamie Flam is here. There is none other. There was one Jamie Flam. Here I am. And And none other than Amber Kenny is here. Hello. Hello. You're so confused. He said he wasn't going to be here. Who? Joe. Right. Oh, I thought he said he was going to be here. He's not going to be here. Oh. So we are Joeless. Joeless. Joeless Shoe Jackson. Uh, all right. Well, this is the segment on the show. By the way, welcome, everyone. Welcome. Welcome. Nice welcome. to see you guys. It's good, been good a while. Yeah. How are um, things? Well, you know, I'm working a lot. That's good. Keeps you out of it trouble. It is and it isn't. It's hard. My, my job is hard mm-hmm. and it drives me crazy. But right. But you'd also be driving yourself crazy if you didn't have a job. Correct. Yeah. So totally you might correct. as well be making money while yes, going crazy. Yes, absolutely. And have craft services and so on mm. and so forth. Red vines? Uh, probably, but I don't eat red vines. I'm not a red vines fan. Are you a Twizzlers fan. guy? I'm not even a Twizzlers guy. I'm not a fan of that if type of If there's just candy. red vines around, you're not going to grab a couple snaps? No. Snaps? Is that what we call No, we've them? actually it done a good right. job. <laughs> like it. It flowed. <laughs> we've actually done a good job this year of convincing them, and this has taken three seasons of convincing them that we, we mostly just want fruit and nuts at the snack table. Well, I No bags of <laughs> corn checks. I have a lot wow. to say about nuts. When I was on vacation, when I was on vacation um, in Tahoe, there was, my family is like big on trail mix. Trail mix is calorically... It's uh, it, it, you can eat too much, and so if there's a trail mix you around, can. I will Tra- eat the shit well, out of it's it. It's all fat, right? And I, it's good for you, fat, but it's still fat. It's good when you're on the trail. I was thinking about what trail. percentage of what percentage of trail mix do you think is eaten on a trail? I would say two percent. Yeah, maybe even less than. Who yeah, eats maybe. trail mix when they're not on the trail. I mean, everyone, arguably, everyone on some sort of false trail. statement because I do not. But when you are on a trail, you do eat trail mix? Correct. I don't think that's true. Well, I guess we'll have to agree to disagree. <laughs> he eats trail You just called me a liar, basically. Yeah. Okay. Just making sure All you're... of your fears are confirmed. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, I've also been going to Whole Foods. Okay. Shushu Jaja. So I'm um, doing pretty good. And, but they now have you like... Say it, you say Whole Foods. Whole Foods. Whole foods. whole foods. Whole foods. Yeah. Whole I feel foods. like some people say whole foods. Like I would say whole, whole foods, foods, not whole foods. I'm going to whole, whole foods. foods. I'm going to whole foods. Yeah, I'm going to whole foods. The emphasis on the food. Yeah. It just happens to be whole. Whole foods. Whole foods. I don't think that the way I said it, that was uh, curious, indicative. was indicative of how I usually say it. Whole foods. Whole foods. Whole foods. All right. Anyway, so you're going to Whole Foods. I, it's, it's Whole Foods. It's, it's, I love a good Whole Foods. I lo- I, feel I, I know home. that that's like you're not supposed to. Morally, it's objectionable. Mm-hmm. Well, it's just. Well, why? Because it's, they. Well, it's just very. Ethically, it's out of bounds. No, I just feel very cliche Los Angeles. Whole white paycheck, chick. more like. They're all over but the place. But it's so fun. I live equidistant. It's great. It's got everything. There's one. 
equidistant from me north and one equidistant south. And it's a great walk. And so at night, if I need to get some steps, I'll go there. I'll get a little baggie of trail mix, but they have so many different kinds. Thereby canceling out the effect of the steps. Well, no, I get a very small bag. I try I keep it concise. And I think that's how you talk about volume of trail mix. Mm-hmm. Concise. Small oh, volume of trail mix I'll just is have concise. A concise <laughs> yeah. amount of trail mix. Can I just have a concise bag <laughs> of trail mix? I'm, ooh, 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 too concise. I'm, I'm all pretty about hungry. Concision. <laughs> I um Oh no, that bag is too verbose. I need it to be more concise. <laughs> well, you you make the call. Uh, I do. You scoop it out. You scoop it. Yeah. Or in some cases, there's like a little thing where you pull it out and it kind of oh drops. Oh my in. god! Could I say? Yes. I'm such a sucker for this bullshit. But at there's um a new like mini Whole Foods in my neighborhood. It's like it's Whole Foods 360. Part right. foods. Mm-hmm. It's partial foods, and. Uh, but when you first walk in, there's a place. Ugh, I didn't buy it. I held out because I don't have any money these days. But I was so tempted, Jamie. Can I tell you? I got a name just, out of it. It's just um, canisters of whole teas. And you could like boop, 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 make your own combination of teas. Oh, and teas. Then, and then it brews there for you. And it's too much money. But like, how cool how is How much that? is a tea? $3. Hey, you know what? Well, you're really hurting. <laughs> Three dollars is a lot when you ordinarily buy you'd pay two dollars. We're starting a for, collection, yeah. folks. But but like Amber's GoFundMe for tea. No, no, I would like I'm to buy two teas. Trying to be more reasonable with how I spend my money. That's fair. But but like hey, you, you only get, live once. There was like full like rose hips and like mint, and then they had combos that they had already created like like recipes. But then you can make your own. Uh, so fun. I don't like a rose that's too hippie. But I didn't do it. Um, are you talking about? Left-wing politics or just having um, childbearing hips? Yes. Mm. Left-wind. Did you left say left-wind wind politics? Left-wing. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Jamie, what's going on? Checking in with Jamie Flam. Hey, Go. I, th- so this weekend I went to Bed Bath & Beyond. I've had it on my... Another fun place. It's, I, it's so fun. I've never bought so a thing dense. there, but it's so much fun. To, I just like touch everything and smell everything. When I went on... Um, to Montreal and then the pillows at the hotel I was like these are good pillows I've never had good pillows I could get good pillows oh, a good pillow is just a blessing it, it is it's something I've taken for granted like I don't what sleep well it? why wouldn't I be investing in a have better pillow have you thought pillow? about getting a my pillow I don't know that? what a my pillow is there's commercials for it all the time on Fox News Fox and it's, yeah, a guy we're named, not insane it's a guy like named you. Mike Lindell and he's like hi I'm Mike Lindell I'm the inventor of my pillow my pillow is great. Oh man, it's so great! <laughs> you got to check out the Mike Lindell commercial. I'm writing down. I like this Mike guy already. Um, what is the state of your pillows currently? I just I've had these two pillows that I think are just these cheap, shitty pillows, and I've used them for the last five years, and there's no um, verbosity. <laughs> They're too concise. <laughs> They're too concise. <laughs> And, this is poetry. But that was when I slept well when I was there and I was like, why don't, why haven't I put, and so I did some research and asked around and they're like, go to Bed Bath & Beyond, you spent a little bit more. But I was so overwhelmed. It seemed like the pillow that I wanted. Who did you do research with? <laughs> my mom. Oh. I asked my mom. You made it sound like you were just going up to people on the street and being like, <laughs> I did a survey. Excuse Sir, me. Do you think pillows are good? Like, what is the question? Would even? you buy a pillow from Mike Lindell or would you go somewhere else? I asked eight people around the trail mix section at Whole Foods. 
what they thought. Oh, uh, they're going to have some expensive pillow taste. But I was so overwhelmed by how many types of pillows and the feather and down. And I ended up spend, spending 35 bucks for what I thought was an upgrade, but not fully committing to like, I think I might have to invest in $150 pillows. No. No? Because everything else <laughs> didn't seem good enough. Amazon.com, baby. I, well, I started Amazon. My pillow by Mike Lindell is available for fifty nine ninety five for two pillows. You go to Bed Bath & Beyond. You try out every one. Yeah. You find the one you like that's $150. You go on to Amazon and find it for 50. Amazon. Or Costco. But, like, you try it first. Yes, you try it in right. person first. Also, I didn't. Sorry, Do you know I if you're a side you sleeper so or, like, an up or down sleeper? Mm-hmm. What are you? Mm-hmm. Are you a <laughs> side I, sleeper? I I sleep on my stomach too often, which is the worst way to sleep, and it's bad for your neck and back, and I have a bad neck and back, so I try to sleep on my side or back. But that's I think hard. I wake up on my side. I'm a, a thrasher. Yeah, yeah. They didn't have a pillow for thrashers. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I do some karate moves. I feel bad for Jeff. I'm, I'm wild. In my you sleep. ain't the only one. <laughs> <laughs> Am I right, fellas? Who's with me? Ha, 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 ha. This beast. <laughs> So I only got that one pillow, but I did have a lot of fun at Bed Bath and Beyond. I like it is. Did have you, you go been to recently? the, the so, candle section? I haven't been recently. No, but great. Eddie and I have a thing that whenever either of us gets paid, we have, Question a, mark? We have a, like if we get like residual checks uh-huh. or whatever, we're always like, I got a residual check, Time and then we do bed, we bed. act out going to Bed Bath and Beyond, and we just sing a song that's like, <laughs> I'll take. Two of these and one of those. <laughs> oh, like but three that's of but those. It's like Bed Bath and Beyond. <laughs> I, I feel like this anytime I shop, that's why I don't like shopping. Where I've said this before, I'm very um open to suggestion. <laughs> I guess I'll put it that way. Malleable. So at Bed Bath and Beyond, it's just a bunch of weird shit that you've never thought of owning your whole life. And I'm like, I do need this. Yeah, I, <laughs> I do get a draft under my door. Yeah, I need exactly. a little stopper. I do want. Uh, that looks like a snake. This is too much information, but the squatty potty. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm I totally into that. that. Does anyone have it here? No. I tried doing it on my own. Alex does. I you can talk. <laughs> yeah, I know. You I, just put your knees I, I up. Don't have, all right, we get it. We get it. <laughs> all right, Alex, Alex, shut up. But wait, the squatty potty. I am very. Amber said it. Interesting. Not me. Apparently, it's so much better for you. I tried squatting on my toilet for about a week straight, and I just couldn't get it right. A week straight is too long. <laughs> yeah, you got to take naps, breaks. You got to eat trail mix. <laughs> I had plenty of trail mix. You want to keep those squats concise. <laughs> but every time I would have to... Number well, two? you know. Thanks for being polite and mixed company. I I would try doing the squat thing, but I don't think I was doing it right because it just didn't... No difference. Nothing came out? Yeah. Anyway. Uh, all right. So your check-in is you went to Bed Bath & Beyond. That's a great checking in. I... Yeah. <laughs> End of story. My step game is really shooting through the roof. I, I've been getting a lot of steps, and it's nice to have. What's this. the key? What's the key to your step game? The key is you get you got to carve out time. You mm-hmm. got to look at your schedule. Say, look, I'm gonna wake up. I got to get some steps when the day starts. Questions? I don't want to like um, step on your. Nice. <laughs> nice. 
Whatever version of Sean this is, is, is my favorite. <laughs> it's easy to work with. I feel comfortable on the microphone. I'm not second guessing everything. Um, no, I just think Amber nailed that step pun. But I think the key is to get a lot of steps in as early in the day as possible. Mm-hmm. Because then from then on, it's just cake and icing. Yep. <laughs> and also frosting. Yeah, it's gravy and cake and icing <laughs> and trail mix. But you know what I'm saying. No, I mean, that's always, it's always ideal. Remember that time? I think about this. I think you maybe... meant to say icing on the cake, but yeah. you said cake and icing. Yeah, but I meant that too. Yeah. From then on, you just have more cake on top of your cake <laughs> and then icing on top of that cake that's on top of the cake. Well, it's dessert. I think about this once a week. Remember that episode where Jamie suddenly at the end of our episode was like, oh my God, it's almost midnight. I got to get my steps in and just started frantically walking oh around your apartment God. on mic. Well, and what was crazy, I was like, well, how many, because I was thinking he's like 100, 200 steps short. So, mm-hmm. so this is doable. He's like, like you were like 9,000 steps short and it was, it was like 1145. And no, you, no, I was probably were, within a thousand. You said, no, 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 no. Cause you were like, I didn't think that we would record this long. All right. But I was like, even still, you're not close enough. But it's crazy still, person. step is a step. That, that, that is, that is a crazy person. Uh, all right. Amber checking in. I am doing good. <laughs> Thank you. Um, nothing. No, there were so many things, and now I can't think of it. I I was sort of having a panic attack last time we recorded, Mm -hmm. and in hindsight, it it. (laughs) Um, I like knowing why things happen, and you're a seeker. Yes, yes. Uh, I think partially, I just was like filled. With crap, it was Jeff's birthday the weekend before, and we just ate and drank a lot of shit. Mm-hmm. But also, I had two count them two what a record two auditions last week, and they still th- throw me. I still get complete anxiety throughout my whole body. So I think that panic attack, like weird psychological physiological reaction, was in preparation for the fact that i was gonna audition how did the they go day. fine did you get callbacks because callbacks yep. are a big thing when you get a callback that's a good thing yeah i've heard mm-hmm. <laughs> but you didn't get any callbacks no callbacks i don't get callbacks mm-hmm. what if they're just you just you haven't got it yet mm-hmm. i need new headshots my headshots i'm 20 pounds lighter and have a pixie haircut i i look like a different human being so the parts that they you went out for Tinkerbell again. Yeah. What did you go out for? Um, di- two different commercials. But it was funny. I was proud of myself because I had fun in the room. Mm. And I know that's what they say. Yeah, just have fun. Just throw it away. Mm-hmm. Just have fun. <sighs> just throw it away. And Don't I, make a meal of it. Just throw it away. Throw it, it away. But that's true. And mm. I've heard that since day one. But it's one thing to know it and one thing to internalize it. Mm-hmm. And so I finally, for the first time, was actually having fun in the room. I think it's so easy for me to just have a lot of anxiety about becoming who I think the casting director wants me to be. And there's something really liberating and fun about being like, this is who the fuck I am. And you might not want this, but this is who I am. And in both auditions, one, they asked what I know about like race 
racing bikes. And I was like, oh, nothing. I they race at something. Nothing. And then the next What one, kind of racing bikes? Like motorcycles? No, like like mountain bikes. Like, okay. In both of them, they asked that? No, and then the other one they asked. <laughs> that in, would be fucking In insane. one of them, they asked that or both of them? In one of them. Or not, did they not ask that in any of them or one of them or both of them? And then in the next one, they asked um, if I had a favorite NFL team. And I what was did like, you say? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, good, good. That's what we're looking no, for. We but, want somebody who will be appealing in all markets. I'm legitimately proud of myself for answering that way because in the past, I probably would have been like, oh, the Cowboys or something. And then America's they, team. And then they would have asked a like, follow up question and I would have. Who's just, their quarterback? Like, Pooed all over myself. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like, this uh, is me. I'm Don, can you honest. stop asking the <laughs> actors who their favorite player is on the NFL teams? They keep pooing all over themselves. <laughs> hey, but the the fantasy drafts tomorrow. It's very unpleasant. But I I don't know. I I'd rather be honest. Yeah. Honesty is key. Well, the thing you got to remember is the casting director always wants you to be the guy. Right. They want you to be the guy. They're rooting for you. Mm-hmm. And that, I think it's, it's hurting you that you're a female. I feel like a lot of people have an, <laughs> a, a lot of people have an oppositional relationship with casting directors, and it's like, well, they want you to be right. the person that they hire. Right, right, right. And, but yeah, uh, I was proud of myself for being honest, though. That sounds dumb, but because it takes a certain amount of bravery. Mm-hmm. Well, and I've even talked to other actors, and they're like, oh, well, I would have like said, you know, I, I don't write like mountain bike that much, but I know a little bit about bikes and my boyfriend does. And I was like, no, I don't now, even want to. Was wanna... this actor playing a part when they were talking to no. you like that? But I was like, I don't even want to do that. I they got wheels, man. I don't, like, I feel like Stop. the casting director is a human being. He could smell bullshit as much as anyone else. Mm-hmm. Especially when you poo all over yourself. Yeah. It's like, ooh, <laughs> that was not cool. Oh, am I a bull? Sounds like anyway. it. <laughs> what um, was it for a mountain bike company? No. Soda? No. Energy drink? No. Uh, pants? No. A uh, travel getaway? No. It was for- an Tourniquets? In- it was for like some software company, but it was an industrial, which means an internal video, which is perfect because it's just money and no one sees it. Mm-hmm. Except for the-, the Right. But people. what I mean is it's not like I'm not in a herpes commercial mm. every day. You know what I'm saying? Have you gone after those? Stop criticizing my career. Someday. I mean, I would take whatever. Who gives a shit? Is that, what if there's an internal My name Herpes is Bob. Commercial? <laughs> <laughs> there's been an outbreak. Or an inbreak. <laughs> inbreak. At SMMCOR. Um, at SMM. At SMM. Uh, be careful on those bikes. Uh, Don't. Things can get pretty hot and heavy out on the trails. So bring some trail so, mix. So what else, Amber? <laughs> Anything else going on besides auditioning? Uh, I Panic had, attacks for auditioning? Um, thriller. We had our show again last Your night. Your sketch group? Yes. Once a month? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it went well. <laughs> I, I'm so boring. <laughs> I'm so boring. I, did, I was worried that it wasn't going to go well, and then it did. <laughs> People like the sketches. That works out I'm, great. I'm proud of us as a team. I will say this, um, because... For a sketch team, we're pretty radical in the sense that all of our sketches are very grounded and very just about awkward situations. It's sort of a Larry David model of sketch comedy. And that means it's quiet. 
it's mostly about the pregnant pauses and stuff. And it sort of stands out in when other teams are just like screaming and like making a mess and, and saying offensive things. And like, I'm sort of proud of the fact that we get laughs even with this subdued humor that I fucking love. And I feel like our whole team is really on the same page and it's really fun. Blah, 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 blah. I'm a fan of the silences. Me too. It's my I favorite. I feel like the silence is just as important as the words. It's the negative space. Yes. Like jazz music. Well, and that's now I get described as low energy by people who watch my act. <laughs> sure. Because of the silences. Right. But I enjoy it. It's it's true. You wear it with the bride. You get booked for the silences. Mm-hmm. I'm well, all you, about the silence. The silent comment. All kinds. I am. But the the sketch that I wrote had that, but then it also had singing and dancing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you watched the get down? I haven't. I watched one episode. Did you watch like, it? I have 20 more minutes. Of the whole show? Of the whole show. And you liked it? I did. The first episode really put the bar high that it might not have reached in other episodes, but it's it's a romp. I didn't care for it. It's R- not historically accurate. Romp is high accurate. praise coming out of Jane Flamsman. <laughs> it's not historically accurate at all. No, right. it's not supposed to. And it's also very, it's fucking Boz Lerman. Like, it's irritating. I liked a lot of it. I hated uh, Moulin Rouge, and I feel like this is going even further in that direction of like, life is a fairy tale. I'm going to slide down these rocks because I'm cool. This is pretty gritty. Ugh. I also <laughs> haven't seen the most recent episode of The Night Of, and I'm going insane. I left work a little bit early and sped home so I could watch The Night Of before we recorded tonight and then HBO Go wasn't working. The night oh. of the day of. Right. Yeah. I, I think that's the most it, buzz right it now. It happened last night and I had a show. Bah, bah, bah. I, uh, I have not been able to watch it because I didn't start watching right at the beginning and they're not putting all the episodes on HBO on demand. They have like episode four oh, and HBO episode six. HBO Go different than HBO on I have demand. no idea. Oh my God. I don't understand how nightmare. these things work. Um, all right. So checking in, let's see. <laughs> I, uh, went to brunch the other day at a fancy place in sort of the border of West Hollywood and Beverly Hills. Where? Yeah, well, West, West Hollywood. It was really West Hollywood. Where? It's over by La Cienega on West third street. Uh huh. What's it called? It's called AOS wine bar or something like that. Huh. Uh-huh. And it was hilarious because I pulled up in my dirty Toyota Corolla and I was like, yes, my good man, here are the keys. Please don't scratch it. Did you um, put on that voice? Yes. And, cool. Uh, uh, and then we went in. I was with a friend of mine. We went in and, and it was nice. It was a nice little place. But there was a table of girls, like the next table over from us. Go on. They were all like 15 years old. They were clearly, I mean, it was somebody's birthday. They were there for somebody's birthday, but they were, you know, they were all very specifically dressed and like, and I was just like, this is such an alien. Well, that's a culture. That's a, that's almost the West side. Too. Right. No, so I'm sure like they were whole, from Beverly Hills, yeah. you know, uh, and everything was perfect and there were two cakes and you know, whatever. And I was like, I don't know. I was just thinking about how different their lives were from anything I had ever experienced, you know? Um, and then they sang happy birthday and I said, you know, is it okay if I spit on your make cake. a speech? No, I <laughs> wanted to make a speech and they were like, please don't. 
Um, that didn't happen. Did it? I don't know. It might have. We don't know. So that was one thing. Uh, yeah, it just was like, it was that weird. That was this weekend? Yeah, that was on Saturday. Who, who did you go with? What's that? Who did you go with? I don't think that's particularly important to the it's, story. That means it's a the most interesting I part know. of the story. No, but what was funny was she picked the place. Here uh, we go. And it was like a, <laughs> it was like a half an hour from my house uh-huh. to get there. Mm-hmm. And I had ba- bacon and eggs. Like I was like, why did we drive a half an hour to, to eat, eat eggs? Just normal brunch food. Yeah. Like there's places in Hollywood right by where I live that would have been so much more convenient. And she lives in Atwater Village, so I had to drive so her all the way farther. back. Oh my god! Yeah, it was pretty funny. I was, was like, it "This place is known not a good it? plan." Like what for having a great brunch? Um, I think she just looked on Yelp and was like, "Oh, this place will be good." And I was like, "Do you understand how geography works?" Right, because right. <laughs> this could have been. And done Atwater much Village has a million brunch places too. That's what I said. And it's a village. I love Atwater Village. It takes a village oh. to make brunch. I should maybe save this for a parting shot, but I'm not going to. Real mm-hmm. quick, I mm-hmm. thought of another thing. Liquid Feet. Last minute, we got a show at UCB on the 31st at 7 p.m. So come if you're in town. Thank you. That's Thank your you. comedy dance troupe. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, what night yes. of the week is the 31st? Halloween. A Wednesday. 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 All right. Anything else for checking in? I feel like we really didn't come through on today's checking in. For and what? what what's the? What's the bar? I don't know. It was just. Well, last week you were chatty, Kathy, and you were. I don't think I was. I think I was just creating a lot of fodder. That's the same. Okay. All right. Well, this feels like a good place to take a break. So let's do that, and we will be back in a moment that we like to call in a moment that we like to call. Goodbye. This is a little interstitial break that we're taking in the podcast to tell you about the LA PodFest. The festival goes from September 23rd to the 25th. You can find out more about it at LAPodFest.com. Our show, our Long Shot Podcast Live, will be at 9 p.m. on Friday of that weekend, which is the 23rd. So please get tickets. Come see us. Visit us. It'll be fun. Make us feel welcome. So we hope to see you there at LAPodFest.com. I'm Jamie Flam. Counting down so you can get back to the show that you love so much. Three, one, four, six, eight. We're back. You're listening to The Long Shot. It is a podcast, which means we are sitting in a recording studio and you are somewhere else. Uh, with me tonight on the show, Jamie Flam and Amber Kenny. Jamie furiously writing on his paper right now. I'm sure with something that will come out later and be very interesting. Uh, we wanted to talk tonight about obsession. Mm-hmm. And because I see that Amber on her paper wrote in big letters the word whoa, as in like sadness, despair. Me. King Lear, whoa, 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 whoa. I'm interested to hear what Amber's obsession is. Um, a little bit of a red herring, uh-huh. but I wrote, uh, my obsession lately is skincare. Ah. I need whoa. to know more. <laughs> ooh, ooh, ooh. Um, no, it just, <clears throat> I I'm not always very girly, and I don't wear makeup consistently. Me neither. But I um, do try to take pretty good care of my skin. 
and I don't have a ton of money. And so, um, can't afford a $3 tea. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, my, my friend, Abby got me into these, I know Abby. um, I, I don't even know. Did you guys go to some kind of skincare convention at one point? Yeah. Like five years ago. Yeah. Um, but I keep very close track of what you guys do. I remember that. Serums. That's the word I was looking for. What? Serums? A serum. Serums. Serums? I don't know. S-E-R-U-M? Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, where, you, serums. where I get them on Amazon. Oh, that's a huge And so website. it's like a pretty good deal. And, and they uh, deliver. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't gotta go shopping for them. They show up and, but it's just like, I'll put on vitamin C mm-hmm. serum. <laughs> Right after mm-hmm. I wash my face, mm. but then I have to let that dry and soak sure. in. Sure, you don't want to. You don't want to do anything else with a wet vitamin C face. And then, Wait, once, why vitamin C? Why give a why with all of these? Um, vitamin C is good just, for your eyesight. Hmm. No, I don't know. I'm guessing. You don't. <laughs> it keeps it prevents colds. It's it's good for skin renewal i'm sure all of this is bullshit i'm sure if there we have scientist fans who are like no that's not true but what we're told all our scientist fans are just shaking their heads right now fans, um that is that's not what my formula tells me <laughs> it's like skin cell renewal sure and helps with skin damage like sun damage and she's talking science out. bullshit again barney i don't know but then once that's dry, I put on, but they're all in those little, um, like they have like the medicine droppers. The monkey is hungry again. Go feed the monkey. Uh, vials. Yeah. Tincture. Tincture. Well, that's, that's, that's yeah. That's it. why I couldn't come up with the word serum. Cause I think of them as tinctures because Jeff is always like, oh, you better start your tinctures if we're going to go to bed soon. <laughs> I think that's an enchanting concept. <laughs> oh, but I recently added in retinol. So I do retinol. At That's n- for acne. And wrinkle reducing, mm. mostly. Um, so How do- much do you think it costs per night? Cents. How many cents? 75. So if you skip that <laughs> for four nights, I'd wake you up and buy a tea. <laughs> <laughs> Which also has rejuvenating qualities. But... So I started retinol at night and then vitamin C in the day. But when the retinol came, I was telling Jeff that it's for, he's like, what's that for? I said, wrinkle, preventing wrinkles. Reduction. Wrinkle reduction. And he said, but you don't have any wrinkles. And I said, exactly. (laughs) You do have a beautiful face. Thank you. This was all fishing. This Hmm. whole thing. I'm more uh, cognizant. Of ser- my need for serums. Did you ever. have like the C's <laughs> in your thesaurus this week? <laughs> Concise, I, cognizant. I did get a nice little flashcard app that I've been using. Right now I'm on state mottos and when will I ever need a state Wait, motto? is this a true fact yeah. or a joke? No, it's a... It's a You're uh, doing flashcards of state mottos. Yeah. That's insane. Gotta fill up that brain space somehow. <laughs> That's crazy. But might as well be state motto. What's the best state motto you've come across? Uh, New Hampshire, one. live free or die. That's a good one. Um, I don't know if I can remember even one. Mm, not great flashcards. 
Because none of them are like like even that good. They all kind of are the same. They're not. Oh. Michigan. The we look Lake like State. a mitten. No, it's like the Great Lakes State. Not motto, but nickname? State nicknames. So I think it's the Great Lakes State. I remember that one. Try me on another. <laughs> I don't want North it. Dakota. I didn't get there yet. New York. I don't know. The Empire I... State. Oh, right, God right. damn it. The heart of Dixie. Tennessee. Alabama. Alabama. Oh, that was on it. The Grand Canyon State. Arizona. You should be going the other way around. I thought you wanted to be quizzed. No, but if you I, As we've learned the, before, say, I'm the game master. Say the state and he'll say the phrase. Hawaii. Uh, the island. Aloha State. The tiny bubble state. It is the Aloha State, right? <laughs> yes. Jersey, the Garden State. All oh, right. Maine. In my wine. Oh, Maine is... Um, I had this one. The pine tree state. Oh, I wouldn't remember that. That's Michigan. The Great Lakes state. We look like a mitten. The Wolverine state. Oh, son oh, of a bitch. All right. Snap. I don't think this is fun for anyone. <laughs> <laughs> it's fun to see how wrong you get all these. The Aloha state. One for one in some way of looking at it. Um, so but it's an interesting thing that I'm obsessed with now because there have been times in my past where I barely wash my face. And now I do like a seven step a process. Yeah. yeah. Oh, but what was I going to ask you? How did it get to state nicknames? Because you said I had good skin, and then you said you had flashcards. I don't really there was well, a- because I was because I was I was calling out the fact that you're using oh, a lot of c I'm very words. Cognitive, oh, right. cognitive of skin. Or so something. no, I remember being on a bus in Oakland on my way to from Oakland to San Francisco, and I happened to get on a, with my friend Liesel. And um, we got into skincare. I was like 22. And um, I was like, what, what, what should I do now? And she's like, oh, you're going to want to moisturize starting now. You'll get ahead of the game. So I've always had a Neutrogena uh, moisturizer put on, SPF 15. But in the last three years, my sun just sucks. My, my face sucks in the sun. Mm-hmm. How do I stop this? At least your sun much. isn't sucking in your face. Also, I know, keep in but- mind, it, that SPF only lasts like maybe two or three hours. Well, I've been putting on just straight up sunblock like what's 75. your complaint that my face like i my face is just sucking <laughs> in the sun my face. <laughs> sunspots like i see i like, don't follow you sometimes but you you look great you've got great skin but, i think maybe you were just getting older yeah i mean but you like, don't need to say ooh like i said an insult i literally am getting ooh. older <laughs> but i want to take care of it better now i'm getting more zits than i ever got in my life again mm. So it's what? the sunblock. Oh, shit. You got to put Double moisturizer under the sunblock. I do. There's two different oh, types of together. sunblock, Don't too. do that. Oh. Put the moisturizer on. Let that sit. Then put on the sunblock because then your pores will be Don't filled with the, the moisturizer and they won't get blocked with the sunblock. This is big. Okay, thank you. Andrew, what's your, what are you saying? There's two different types. I don't remember. There's two different types of sunblock, but one works by like uh, reflecting and the other one... It's a, it's a mineral-based versus a chemical. And so you might want to try the opposite of whatever you're Barney, doing. stop feeding the monkey. They're talking about minerals and chemicals in here. <laughs> That's funny. We know what we're talking about. I've also worn sunscreen religiously forever. But you reapply. Oh, but, oh God, this is so annoying. Everyone's so annoyed by me. But I these wrinkles on my forehead, because mm. I smile a lot, mm-hmm. they've been there since I was 13. Mm. Like, that. that isn't even, even wrinkles. That isn't even an age thing. Like, there's... Anyway... They are f- the least 
significant. Yes, go on. They, they, they've, they've gone away since my new program. I got this written down. <laughs> Vitamin C and retinol. Argon. Fucking, it'll change your life. And you need, also, also write also, down, whoa. Also, what's good about argon oil is you need literally one drop and your entire face is moisturized. Could you help? Is there probably men's serums as well? No, it's just fucking, it's not a, it's a. It's fu- just fucking serum, Jamie. It's just a blanket. It's not, st- these, serum. I don't buy like face serums. I buy argon oil. I buy vitamin C. So argon oil, vitamin C oil? No, just vitamin C serum. Serum. I'm going to kill retinol. you. So vitamin C oil, serum oil. And what is the so retinol? Serum retinol. oil, vitamin C oil, argon oil, and I'll, woe oil. I'll send you links to what I've been using. Be also, great. there's this thing called Egyptian. Barney, you can go back to feeding the monkeys again. Egyptian magic. I'm very into lotion. This. I don't know how good it is, but I use that at night. And I always put some on Jeff and he gets mad. <laughs> Great. Apparently, that's what made Cleopatra so beautiful. Uh, Jamie, <laughs> obsessions. I, I I will admit mm-hmm. that this is bad. Okay, I may have mentioned this before, but cologne. There's a, a famous cologne called Obsession for Men Calvin by Klein. Calvin Klein. And in high school, I wore cologne. Mm-hmm. Um, the big ones were. I think Drakkar Noir was starting to fade out. Um, Escape was a big one. Also, Calvin Klein. What's I think. the water one? L O de Blue. Um, Ow. Aqua de Gio is something else. Aqua Velva. Oh, wait. Oh, I think they're all O de something. So you probably put on way too much of this crap, and people were like, oh, Jesus. No, Jamie. it wasn't like a thing, but like, you know, but like my girlfriends in high school would get me cologne and I would get mm. them perfume. It was a thing. That's very the valley. Oh, yeah. It was like, I remember going to like the Broadway to get Sunflowers perfume. <gasps> yes. Which to this day, I have a very like, oh, oof. That's I love it. 90s. <laughs> very 90s. One of my nieces apparently has gotten very into cologne. She's like 13 or something. What is she? Not cologne, but perfume. What is she like? Just, I don't know, but cheap, not good, right. whatever. And she puts like it on. Like Bath and Body Works. Like she Joe. Has a, she has a, yeah. And she has like a, her little brother. And she's trying to be. She's 13. She's so trying she's, to be a little grown up. And, and also like not be called out for that shit, you know? And I guess her brother is just like, ah, <laughs> <laughs> it stinks. It is a crazy thing. And her mom thing. was telling me how hard she has to keep from laughing, you know? <laughs> it is a weird thing. And she's like, and so my niece is like, I didn't put any, no, I don't have anything. No, this is my yeah. natural aroma. I'm just so And beautiful. her brother's just like, oh my God. Like, <laughs> Hopefully someday this podcast is so successful that we have a cologne line. Yes. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. That would be the first product we would mm-hmm. come out with. A cologne po. Yeah. You could smell like the lotion. <laughs> cologne <laughs> Anyway, I have the, probably 12 bottles of cologne. You still have them? I still have from them. From high school? From high school. And I've been taking them with me forever, from house to apartment. Like, And every day, I open up my medicine cabinet, and there they are. Um, And most of them are full. Are you ever surprised? Like, Are oh. you specifically checking to see if they're still there? Uh, I've never been surprised by it. Oh, look at those. Let me open the medicine cabinet and see. Oh, yeah, still there. But I have this idea. I want to start. I want to. Be, I want to just give them away. 
I don't need them anymore, but I want to do a photo shoot with them and give each of them their own, like take one to the forest, one to the beach and get do a whole like spread, maybe to be a calendar. And so like with the, the pine trees in the background, dream big, dream big. But then to set up a whole other thing, this is just kind of a tangent, but I'm a fucking 40 in two, three, two and a half months. I have so many projects, so many things I've started, so many Final Cut Pro edited videos, so many GarageBand music things I've started, uh, jokes I've written or half written, uh, all these little things that sit and they still take up brain, my, like parts of my brain. Like, well, I now you're that. filling that fucking brain up with state logo. Oh, yes, you're not <laughs> really, though, because you didn't know any of them. Well, so there's still plenty of room in there. There's plenty of room, but I have two months. I need to just purge all this. It still takes a brain like space. I'm like, oh, one day I'll finish this. And I need to go through, and I started making a list of every little thing. And right now there's already like three or four dozen things that I've started. And I need to, I'm, so I'm going through, I'm like, either I'm going to finish this before I'm 40 or put it, or so when I'm 40, I have a clean slate of projects. I have no more space for all the shit that's been building up. So I'm going to start putting out everything I've ever done. It's an exciting time for the fans. (laughs) (laughs) And either it's like, all right, I throw it out completely. I put in enough work to, to make it passable or hopefully good. Or you set it on fire. Or I set it on fire or put it out with the idea of making fun of it just to show like, I don't know. But like, what's an example of that? What's something you have that you've worked on, but you haven't finished it and it's been sitting around and you're just like, enough is enough. I need to finish this and get it out. A series of videos called Logan's Pasta Restaurant. And it's a commercial for a pasta restaurant owned by a guy named Logan. <laughs> and I was ahead of you on that. <laughs> but you're a writer. So. Right, that's true. And for some reason, raccoons are, are play heavily into the commercials and there's no explanation yes where are we in this project have you filmed it already or is this just a written i have three completed logan's commercials and a fourth one that's halfway done where'd you get all the raccoon i took images from the internet and animated them (laughs) you ask a question but what you good is that if it's not out there in the world you have to share that people love that's actually on the more side of like all right complete and then there's um just just random weird stuff that I've, I've you know, put six hours of a day into, but then it just, it's not finished. A lot more songs. A lot of stuff I've done with Vanessa that's like, we've actually put hours of this stuff and we just never put it out. So I want to put this out to the world or otherwise be done with it. Because mm. I still have them on lists that I look at. I'm like, this is something I want to do. No, no, no. Just get shit done. Either get it done or not. So totally. I'm hoping in the next two weeks just to start some days I might put out 10 things. That I are like really how small. you go. I'm hoping in the next two weeks, like it's not immediate. <laughs> it's not going to happen immediately. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. Well, that's still, it's a big problem of mine. Sticking to the timelines and doing shit. So that's part I of it. I feel the, like that's human nature though. Yeah. You know, it is. I'm such a fucking human. I've always said that about you. I know. That's the first thing I say. Such a fucking what, what is Jay- People are like, what is Jamie really like? like? And I'm like, well, he's human. human. He's human. <laughs> that's, that's very sweet. He's a human being. He's human. He's a human he's a being. Human he's being. a human being. He's cognizant of the fact that he's human. <laughs> I mean, let I don't me want to bring this, up any colloquialism here, but uh, 
Um, Are you done? What's going on? (laughs) You sounded like you were going to say something and then you stopped. I was trying to think of another C word. Ooh, I got a bad boy one. Um, What? What else, Jamie? (laughs) Come on. What else you're obsessed with? Are you obsessed with any people? I was thinking about um, Spinal Tap, the band, the, you know, the, there was a point where I was really into Spinal Tap mm-hmm. and I went to see them. I, they signed a copy of their newest CD in like 1992 at Tower Records. Like I waited in a long line to get Michael McKeon and Christopher Guest to sign my That's Spinal incredible. Tap. And then I, it was my junior high grad night at Magic Mountain, the same night that Spinal Tap was playing at the Universal Amphitheater. And I, I was like, I'm going to see Spinal Tap. Honestly, you made the right decision. I think I did. Junior high grad night doesn't mean anything. <laughs> that was really into Spinal Tap. <laughs> you could have fingered somebody at junior. But high. you also will see all of those people <laughs> in ninth grade. Like it, it isn't like grad night is a big deal in high school because people are leaving for college. <laughs> like who gives a shit? I'll see well, you at the end in of September. seventh grade. I left to go to another high school, and I know <laughs> some of those people. That's true. Again. And one of them could have been his wife. That's true. Could have. Like, you never know. Mm-hmm. That's true. We all take different paths. Paths. <laughs> I. Uh, are you still obsessed with Spinal Tap? I wouldn't say obsessed at all, <laughs> but I. I very much <laughs> think they're funny, and the work, and I think I could. I probably know more of, of the lyrics and music from their second album than anyone in the world. Wow. I would argue. I would love to hear that. Could I? It's a really like, good album. It or something. I could give you some MP3s. That would be great. There's a, a he does a duet with Cher. Holy shit! Called "Just Begin Again." It's fantastic. Download it. It's like a ballad, very '90s ish ballad. That was one of like three movies we had on VHS when I was in college. So we probably watched that movie between sophomore and junior year. We probably it's so watched good. that movie it's like so funny. So good. 400 times. Have you seen the DVD where they have the um, commentary? Mm-mm. It's even better because they do the commentary in character. Oh, really? But it's like present day. And so everybody who, anyone who's on screen, like a barista in the background, they're like, he's dead. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> so you're not obsessed with any particular people? Like scary obsessed with a human being right now. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Do you know something that I don't know? No, I don't. I'm just. I wish I'm not obsessed with anybody right now, and I wish I was. Like I like. I think that is sometimes a a good feeling. feeling, You know, like just having a crush. A crush. Yeah, like that you care enough about somebody. Crush is an obsession. Yeah, just that somebody takes up your thoughts and right, and you're excited about them, and you're excited to see them, and yeah, I haven't had that in so long. Yeah, me neither. (laughs) Me neither. Want to hang out this weekend, man? Wait. Absolutely Are you not. guys going to date? <laughs> no. We're yes? Just gonna, no. We're just going to fuck. <laughs> Let's cut out the middle, man. What are you going to do? Um, no, I was thinking about when you said <laughs> obsession. I was like, I'm not obsessed with anybody, and I kind of wish I was because- Not brunch girl? No. Oh, yeah. No. I mean, she's very nice, but not an obsession. Who's the last person you were obsessed with? I don't know. I don't know. It's been a long time. The chancellor? Um, I don't even know if that I was ever obsessed with her. It was like I met her and then we were just kind of dating, you know? It right. wasn't like there was like a long build up to it or anything. Right. 
Um, I did, I did see a couple of friends of hers on Saturday night that I had never met before. And she was like, Oh, they should come to ASCAD and you guys can hang out afterwards and whatever. And we did that. And they were like, so how do you know the chancellor? And I realized that she hadn't told them. And I was like, am I not supposed to say anything? Like what's whatever. Super. That's the ball is in her court to do that. So that was weird. Um, but yeah, no, I, 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 it's been a while. It's been a long time. Um, yeah. I mean, the only thing I'm obsessed with right now is Fox news, you know, it's been a while. Unhealthy. Uh, It's been like a year that I have not. So what are they doing now? Because are they're not for Trump, are they? Uh, some of them still are, yeah. But really, what they are is they're against Obama and, and Hillary. Hillary. Like they're they just shit on them all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, everything is about how bad they are and how they've ruined the country and how they've made everything bad and you know, and it's just all so it's lies. It's just lies. You know, they just lie and lie and lie and lie and make shit up and you know. But what what is what does crack me up is the people who work for Trump, like anybody who's like a spokesman for him or whatever, just are the dumbest, most gibberish filled people. Like they're just always trying to spin everything in ways that doesn't make any sense. Um, you know, if you remember the the cons who spoke at the Democratic right. National Convention. Their son was killed in Afghanistan in 2004, um, and on one of the Fox News programs, I don't remember which one, Trump's spokeswoman was on there, and she was like, I think we have to blame Obama for getting us involved (laughs) in that war. And it's like, do you you not know- How time works? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I mean, it was crazy. It was crazy. (sighs) So I get a big kick out of that stuff and I watch it all the time. You've been doing the same C flashcards that I've been doing. Crazy crazy is not in that flashcards. (laughs) Um, So that's that's like my only, I mean, because I feel like my life is so boring right now. Why are you obsessed with Fox News? I feel like I keep asking you this question, but I'm also concerned. I don't know that it's easy for me to explain, except that, you know what it is? It's that it fills me with righteous anger. Like I feel very superior not even superior but just like this is not right right what these people are doing is not right and there must be something in me that needs that kind of moral outrage right now right mm-hmm. but 24 um, 7 i mean not 24 7 but no, it, it seems like a lot but i do turn it on at night when i get home you know what a way and, to unwind uh, <laughs> just go, yeah i mean i i there's a guy it's so bad. It's so bad because a lot of it, they try to be funny. Like it's their comedy programs. Um, and I actually know the guy, there's a guy, there's a thing called red eye and the host is a guy named Tom Shalou, who I know from stand up, and who's a really funny guy, but he's now become this right wing, like lunatic. And it just depresses me to see it because it's like, well, he's getting a paycheck and that's right. why he's doing it. But, he, he, must, he must on some it. level believe some of the yeah. stuff he's saying. Um, and then they have all these really attractive young women who are supposed to be hilarious. Guess what? Not hilarious. They're not hilarious. Um, in their pussies. Well, you've heard about all the shit. <laughs> not even remotely. Yeah, I know. Um, 
And then there's a guy, there's one guy who works for Bill O'Reilly whose name is Jesse Waters. And he does a segment called Waters World. And he goes and interviews people on the street and intercuts it with clips from old movies and whatever. And it's just awful. It's so obnoxious and so unfunny. And he's so smug and smirky. And like, it's just everything you could possibly imagine being bad about comedy. And he clearly thinks that he is right. hilarious, you know? Mm-hmm. So that's my, uh, that's my obsession. I did. I, I, I kind of like send under my breath when you said something about fanning. Were they fanning their pussies? What's that? And it went, you guys, neither of you heard it, but I said it, it came out loud. So people listening to the podcast would hear, oh, did Jamie just say fanning their pussies? <laughs> what, what are you talking about? You're talking about the women. Um, on oh, this- how unfunny they are. And I was, they're all very attractive. They all like wear big glasses and have long hair and are the women whose legs get shown off in the, in the shot at the beginning and the end of every segment. And I asked if they were fanning their pussies. Stop saying it. I know. Which I wanted to say that was, it was, it was a little bit out of character. Sure. It was a reference to something we were talking talking about earlier, but the people that listen to the podcast don't know that. And so I just want to give some context for why I said fanning their pussies. You just want to keep. What saying. is the context? The you did a stand-up show here. Yes, and there was a comic that went on before you. Correct. Who talked a lot about fanning her pussy? <laughs> well, no, she did fan her pussy. Oh, she talked about how hot her pussy was. Oh, got it. I did. That it was very. This city is so hot, and I have to. My pussy is so hot. So she had to it's fan sweaty. It has lips, and there were no punchlines. Got it. And I did not enjoy that. I, I prefer punchlines too. Mm. Um, at one point she said, at one point she said, when I was a kid, they told me not to wear underwear to bed because it needed to breathe. It needed to breathe. And so I thought I had a mouth down there. And so when I eat macaroni, I'd be like one macaroni for me, one macaroni <laughs> for this mouth, one macaroni for this mouth, one macaroni for this mouth. And I, in my head was going, okay, first of all, who eats macaroni one, one at by a time? One? You yeah. psycho! Um, <laughs> I think. It's but funny. the girls who I was saying hated me, the single girls who were sitting in the front row, who just stared at me with white hot hatred the entire time I was up there. When she said I was told not to wear underwear when I was a kid, one of the girls was like, "Yes, yes!" Like she was so relating to her so hard on the fact that. Well, you. Did the wrong material. I did. Yeah. I know. I should have done you my should've... sweaty pussy material. <laughs> oh, I just got to air out my cock. Do you guys mind if I just air out my cock? There we go. That's whoa! It's chilly in here tonight. Chilly with a chance of downpour. Oh, it feels good to let my cock out. <laughs> Who let the cock out? It was me. It was me. One macaroni from I... my mouth. <laughs> One macaroni from my cock. Craft <laughs> <laughs> uh, macaroni. Also, and... uh, they called it a one-eyed just... snake. Look at this. <laughs> For a long time, I thought I had an eye down there. <laughs> I was like, me look at one macaroni, my cock look at one macaroni. <laughs> one macaroni at a time. Look at it. It's got lips. Look at the macaroni. <laughs> My sweaty pussy's got lips, just like my other mouth. Hey, cock, um, check out this macaroni. Yeah, it was not... Uh, just this one. <laughs> it was not fun to watch. It was not fun to follow. 
I did not have a good set. I don't blame her for me not having a good set. I just had. It sounds a little bit like you do. No, I just hated her. Oh, sure. But I don't blame her for me having a bad set. <laughs> sure. Well, maybe the air conditioning wasn't as ideally. Uh... Yeah, then her pussy wouldn't be so sweaty. <laughs> no. Mission accomplished. We got you to say <laughs> the P word. <laughs> well, but the other thing is following oh, somebody. Oh, is this like the secret word of yeah. the episode? <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Following somebody like that really fucks up my. Like, I can't do my sweaty pussy material after right. that, you know? It seems derivative. Yeah, it's like, oh, she just did all my jokes. Mm-hmm. All my non-jokes, I should say. She just talked about her pussy. Now I can't talk about mine. That's why I can't follow Bill Maher. Uh, too uh, much like the sophisticated uh, uh, rants that I have on uh, uh, government issues. Uh, that really went nowhere. Remember... I was thinking about, I just keep thinking about you and laughing lately, I guess, Jamie, but I was picturing you not knowing what Brexit is and then tripping over the stairs and laughing. Literally happened. (laughs) Oh boy. That's so great. Uh, All right. Well, this feels like a good place. What? What are we waiting for? When I have these certain moments, like I call them Jamie Spangler's moments because it's like, and I'll text Vanessa. I was like, I just had the most Jamie Spangler's moment. Like that would be defined, like me jumping into the lake and my ears hurting. This is Jamie Spangler's moment. And, and your mom tattling on you. Oh, that's very <laughs> Jamie Spangler. Anyway, I thought that was going to go somewhere else or just somewhere, but it didn't. So now that we're clear on the fact that you call those Jamie Spangler's mo- moments because you refuse to take responsibility for them yourself and shunt them off onto a fictional persona. This feels like a good place to take a break. Yeah. So let's do that. And then Amber can check her phone during the break. Oh, no, wait. She just did. Uh-huh. Uh, so we'll be back in a moment with a segment that we like to call Parting Shots. Hi, you're listening to the Long Shot Podcast, approved by Jen Kirkman. Who's that? That's me. Who cares? Thank you. We are back. You are listening to The Long Shot. It is a podcast. My name is Sean Conroy. With me tonight on the show, Jamie Flam, Amber Kenny, plus our very special guest, Alex Gonzalez, is here. Hey, guys. How's it going? Good. Get closer to the mic. Okay. Thank you. Hi, guys. How's it going? <laughs> hey, Alex. Where are you coming from, Alex? I just came from Houston. I landed last night. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Where were you before that? I was in Miami. Miami, Florida. It sounds like you're lying. No, I was in my. I was trying to think about it because it's been yeah two flights. Yeah, in the past you're three like days. a real Hollywood wheeler dealer. What are you still like doing, hanging out with us? Oh, I like to. I like to remember my roots, Amber. <laughs> I like to come back, salt of the earth. You know. Awesome. Uh, all right. Well, it's time for a segment that we like to call parting shots. Uh, I'll go first. Here's my parting shot. Um, I guess this is sort of advice, maybe, but try to remember the names of people you interview for jobs. Mm. Here's what happened. Last summer, when I was interviewing writer's assistants for Gentleman Lobsters, I interviewed a guy, and twice during the course of his interview, he referenced where he had gone to school. He let us know that he had gone to a particular Scholastic institution. Harvard. What's that? Harvard. I can neither confirm nor deny that you are correct. Mm. Um, 
but I didn't care. Like I was like, who? F-? Like I f- kind of flipped out after he left the room, and I was like, "Fuck that guy! Why do I give a shit where he went to school?" You know, it's a pretty good school. He's a young kid, so Top he doesn't five. get it. Whatever, I get that, but still, fuck you, right? And whatever your school mascot is, I don't know what it is. Um, let's say the Crusader. Fuck you and the Crusader, because the Crusader (laughs) is where I where I went to school. It's the Crimson. And no, I'm not saying I'm not saying I'm not saying it's correct. Although anybody that has a school mascot that is the Crimson, that's a color. That's not a mascot. You guys are dumb. Yeah, isn't that Alabama? But I'm not saying I'm not saying it's true that it was. Uh, it was CSUN. Anyway, cut to seven or eight months later. We're looking for writers on Mr. Pickle season three. One of the guys reads this script and goes, let's have this guy in for a meeting. I go, okay. I open the door. Same fucking guy. Oh, and I forgot to mention that while he was giving his interview the first time as a writer's assistant, he was frothing at the mouth the whole time while he was talking. Like he had a big frothy piece of saliva hanging out the corner of his mouth. Okay. And we were just like, we could, even if we liked that guy, we could never sit in the room with somebody. That's one of the things I hope if I'd ever do that, please call me out like that. So do you think that Sean won't call you out for something? That's a good point. (laughs) (laughs) That's a very good point. Touche. I don't know to what, but, um, but so it's him. I open the door. It's this fucking guy. And I'm like, Oh Jesus. But I felt like I couldn't just be like, you know what? You can take off, you know? So he comes in interviews with myself and the two guys, Dave and Will who were here. And I'm just waiting. I'm just waiting the whole time. I'm like, when is he going to start? It's the Harvard shit. No frothing. Oh. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> he never brought up Harvard. He must've learned since then. Yeah. Like who, nobody gives a shit. Unless it's like, Hey, I went there too. Yeah. So halfway through sure enough big white froth appears in the middle he, of his tongue this time. i don't or something? know what's going on i'm worried about him um now i'm it's thirsty. a thing that you see but yeah. here's the upshot Other of the whole thing leave. you know of course he leaves and we're like no way like he, he just wasn't good he wasn't a right fit and they were both like what the hell was going on with his mouth and you're like thank you yeah but i come out of my apartment this morning i'm driving to work i drive out Guess who's trucking up the street I live on? And I'm like, oh, he must live on this street somewhere. Uh, yes. Oh, froth mouth. So, so anyway. Harvard froth mouth. Had I remembered <laughs> his name from the first interview, I would have not had him in for the second interview. Right. I thought this so, was going to be a story about him calling you by the wrong name. No, I no, 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 no. misinterpreted no, 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 no. that. It was I, me not wanting. And apparently I You would have fought for him to not come in for a Correct. Meeting. I would have said, no, no, no. I know that guy. Definitely not. But and what, if he, what was funny also, though, was that Dave said, and this is not going to come across on the show, but I said, you know, I really just didn't even want to talk to that guy. And Dave was like, well, at least it didn't come across in your face the whole time. Uh, like, I guess I was just sitting there like, <laughs> like... I could imagine glowering at the guy because <laughs> it was a total waste of time. Yeah, um, but at least he went to ever since my time at the Lampoon. Uh, whatever, that's probably what he said. Whatever, whatever school he went to. Uh, all right, parting shots, Alex. Uh, hey, so I guess we just you guys talked a lot about obsession, and of course the Olympics are over as of yesterday, and so you see a lot of people who were obsessed with just 
what they're doing. Like Michael Phelps finishing with 23 medals. That's crazy, right? And so That's I was, a lot of medals. 23 gold. That's crazy. But it made me Ryan think, Lochte. He lost four major sponsorships today. All four majors he just lost. That's for anyway. But it made me think of just He's a dummy. Yeah. For that gas station prank? Yeah, the whole thing. Why? Um, but it just made me think about getting into good habits and I, I heard or I read a book, it takes about three weeks to get into good habits and it's I've gotten in out. I like of, how you started by saying, I heard or I read a book that it takes like remember. three weeks to start I'm a, a good sponge, habit. A sponge of information. And so I'm just trying to, I'm trying to get into good habits, but thinking ahead, like, oh, it's going to take me a while to invest in these good habits in order to make them life changing or take hold. What you exactly. And so, so just, what are the habits you're working on right now? Well, I was walking a lot, but since being home, I got so lazy because it was really hot. It's really hot right now in texas but now that a lot it's cool, of sweaty pussies in texas <laughs> it's a humidity to keep count but in la it's much cooler so i can exercise more the lone and star so, state to keep count and so but now i have to go back to shanghai where it's also very hot and so trying to oh billions of sweaty pussies in shanghai <laughs> probably about half a billion anyway so it's just yeah just trying to get back in. amber's looking at the ceiling <laughs> oh, praying for it to end <laughs> Anyway, so yeah, just getting back in, because I had good habits like a few months ago, but just getting back into it without, um, in the middle, just quitting, you know, and because before it takes hold, you're like, ugh, like the regimen that you need to get it to is just, it's so far it's away. It's hard to be consistent. Right, exactly, mm -hmm. exactly. Training in general, conditioning is just, it's exhausting, so. Calisthenics can be tough. Yeah, basically. Another C word. <laughs> it's true. Was that intentional, Jamie Plant? It was on. Um, it was on purpose. <laughs> but it is. It is funny. I think the cornerstone of a good episode is truth and honesty. I do think it's funny. It's just like after the after Christmas and the New Year, everybody signs up to go to the gym after because that's what you need to do. But after the Olympics, everybody's signing up because we have a bar in Houston called the Crow Bar. I'm not sponsored or anything, but. They have their whole You're thing. You're not is, sponsored by a bar. No, no, I'm not that point in my Boy, life. Boy, for somebody who's not sponsored, you really crowbarred that reference <laughs> right? in there. But their whole thing is they have four you are sponsored. four nets set up, four volleyball nets, and so after the volleyball, each volleyball game, you'd have like lines and lines of people just trying to play volleyball at a bar. And I thought that was really Sounds funny. Like fucking hell! It I is was watching terrible. volleyball yesterday, and I was like, why don't I play volleyball more? I was watching like exactly. the Serbian women versus the Chinese women. Crazy. And I, Hello. volleyball is a fun sport. It know? is really cool. It's fun. Yeah, good strategy. It's so fantastic to watch because I, I grew up watching it because my friends all played. But it's really cool. I'm sure in I California, grew up playing it because my it. friends all watched. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I'm short and it hurts my arms. I played in a volleyball tournament in Puerto Vallarta, 1995. Really? Where? Puerto Vallarta. Wow. I was on my senior trip. Me and my friend Mike Weiner. Weiner. Weiner stories. We the Weiner. How did you do in that? I think we got obliterated. No. Weiners never quit. Like 11 nothing or whatever you play to. Like we're two not tall guys that don't know how to play volleyball in uh, a tournament. Oh, well that, yeah. <laughs> not, that's but not like I, I know enough. I think, I don't want to say Michael held, held us back, but. Michael. You don't want to throw well, him under you're the really, bus. Yeah. <laughs> you, Classic throwing under the bus. Um, all right, Amber, parting shots. Yeah, I don't know if I've mentioned this before, but I am going in just a few weeks going to see Beyonce in concert for the 
third time. Mm-hmm. Wow. This is like, so that's, she's someone I'm obsessed with. Right. And um, I think this might be the person I've seen at concert the most. Three is the most? Yeah. Um, I guess I don't go to a lot of concerts. Oh, I've seen. Prince? No, you saw Prince. Twice? I saw Prince twice okay. and I saw um, Frightened Rabbit probably seven So Beyonce is like the Jen Kirkman of, com- of concerts for you. Because she's yeah, been on here the exactly most. exactly the same. Anyway, continue. Beyonce is the Jen Kirkman of concerts. Um. <laughs> <laughs> it's just math. <laughs> I mean, she anyone would say that. that. Yeah. It's on the t-shirt. <laughs> Jen Kirkman is the Beyonce <laughs> of Jen Kirkman. Of concerts. <laughs> so weird. <laughs> So three is the most you've ever seen yeah, somebody um, in concert. And I'm I'm very excited because she is I'm I, I love her music and I love her dancing and I, I love her energy, but there's something just going to her shows is a quasi spiritual experience for me. I just get like a charge Cathartic. and I'm going with like nine girlfriends and it's gonna be great. And I'm really looking forward to it. Nine and I girlfriends. Mm-hmm. Mm. I wish I had nine girlfriends. <laughs> I know you guys want obsessions and all kinds of stuff. That's horrible. <laughs> Did Jeff show any interest in going? Is he into no, Beyonce? Of course well, not. I don't know. <laughs> no, 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 no. And I wouldn't want him to go. Oh, I see. I mean, I would want. You're like, put a ring on it, right? <laughs> hey, Jeff. Take notes. Um, hey, Jeff. Take notes. Um, what's the most? What's the most concert? person you've who's your Jen who's Kirkman who's the Jen Kirkman of concerts for you um, my Jen Kirkman of concerts is Spinal Tap maybe <laughs> seen him once Paul McCartney seen him once uh, maybe the, the the Alcoholics a um, kind of 90s LA hip hop group or maybe Cypress Hill mm-hmm. <laughs> Cypress Hill could be the Jen Kirkman of concerts for you <laughs> Yeah, I think Cypress Hill is my Jen Kirkman of concerts. And on a 40, <laughs> sipping on a blunt. Who's the Jen Kirkman of concerts for you? I This is embarrassing to say because it's, it's not Jen Kirkman, cool. Isn't it? It's Jen Kirkman. <laughs> no, uh, I, I would say the two concerts I've seen the most are Billy Joel. That's awesome. I would love to and, see And uh, Ben Folds. I've seen both <gasps> of them at least six or seven times. I saw Ben Folds once and it was incredible. He's great in concert. He's great. The first time I ever saw him in concert was at the Bowery Ballroom in New York. I think it was the Bowery Ballroom. And he did that song uh, that has a horn section mm-hmm. on the album. Uh, no. Army? Army. Yeah. That and album. he split the audience in half and had half the audience sing one of the horn parts and half the audience sing the other horn part. And it was just so fucking cool. Yeah. You know? Um, cool. I think we talked about Dan Deacon one time. I want to see him live so badly. I just can't find I a, saw him, damn. but it was like, I was in, where the fuck was I? It was somewhere in Canada, some oil town in Canada. What's it? What's Alberta? a big oil town? No, it wasn't Alberta. Uh, Edmonton. What's Oilers. That? I, it might've been Edmonton, but I don't think it was. I think it was another, oh no, no, no. It was Calgary. Mm. It was Calgary. And, uh, we were up there for a comedy festival and we we were just like walking home one night and we saw Dan Deacon performing in like a basement the That's size awesome. of this room and he just looked he just looked like a child molester like he had on like really short shorts and like a Hawaiian shirt or something 
Um, <laughs> but it was cool. It was like a cool thing to see. You know, he's he he does like the crazy electronic music and beats and and he's your Jen Kirkman. No, I think Built to Spill actually might be. Oh, my that's a good one. Because they're on L.A. They're in L.A. all the time. They're packed pack Northwest kind of K Records L.A. area. So I listen to them all the time and see them live. I'm a, uh, I going to. <laughs> I got in a fight at a Billy Joel concert once. Yeah. You know about that. I probably told that story. I, when I saw Ben Folds, it was at Hollywood Bowl. I guess I go to the Hollywood Bowl too much. But So he was playing with the Philharmonic. Oh, oh wow. cool. So like when it would be those pieces that had they horns, actually had it was like horns, fucking yeah, yeah. horns. I saw him once at the place where the Sunset Five is. Yeah. That little mall. Like the, on Sunset like, and, and Crescent Heights. Yeah. yeah. Sunset and Crescent Heights. And he played just in the courtyard there. Why? He was coming out with an album and he did like, oh, I think Tower, was there a Tower oh, Records probably, there or something? Probably. There was some record store and he was signing his album and I actually got a picture with him. I waited for like three hours. Uh, but yeah, it was like this tiny little courtyard where he... It was crazy. He also remember the, the, the he uh, chat roulette. Yeah, when that was a thing at one of his concerts, or maybe many of them. But it, do you remember chat roulette? Mm -hmm. yeah. They would do it at his concerts, and so people would be they'd be all of a sudden they're on chat with Ben Folds in a full concert. That's crazy. At his concert, he did. It. Yeah, yeah, I get it. Concert. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just use I just use chat roulette to air out my sweaty cock. You weren't like alone, my friend. So did a lot of people. <laughs> uh, Jamie, parting shots. I remembered the the ultimate Jamie Spangler's moment from my trip. The mm -hmm. consummate moment, you might say. I would, if I, you were using the thesaurus with yeah. C's. Yep. Or cheddar moment. No. Just keep going. <laughs> zip lining. I want zip lining. <gasps> I want to go ziplining so badly. It's, it's like a dream of mine fun. to zipline through the redwoods. Hmm. Well, this is kind of that. It's but, a Tiny um, Tim song. Is it? Zip. Is it? <laughs> it's a tip throwing zip through the Zipline through the redwoods. On one of the things, there's a long one that goes, you know, I know how that is. A long, <laughs> long zipline. And I got to the bottom of the zipline where you get off. And then the momentum had me going back up. And I was like, wee. And my little nephew, Jordan, um, and my brother-in-law, or maybe my sister were on that one, were there at the bottom. They'd already done it. And I get down to the bottom. And then the, mom the momentum takes me back up. And I go back up, halfway up the zipline. Uh-huh. Assuming that then the momentum will just take me back down. But then I just. You seem to be relying a lot on momentum. <laughs> and there was none. Four stones for lost there. So and you so were was, stuck. So just halfway up the street, <laughs> I'm just like trying to like shake it so I will go down. And then, so I'm just standing there and they have to get the people. And now there's like this, you know, so 18 year old like girl with a stick, <laughs> grabbing oh, the stick to God. go down. <laughs> it was pretty embarrassing. How old were you? I was, was 39. <laughs> When um I had a Jamie Spangler moment on the zip line. Who's that? Me? Mm -hmm. <laughs> I had a Jamie Spangler's moment on the zip line. That was good. Um, you sounded like yourself. I had a dream on Saturday during my 
dream time. <laughs> what? I took a nap on Saturday afternoon. Oh. And there was a very- Testing out those old pillows? Yeah. No, I hadn't even put the case on it yet. But I had the, the new pillow. And I lay on my bed for a quick nappy. And never called it a nappy before. <laughs> there was a moment. It was, I guess it was a kind of a, uh, what's it called? A, um, what's this kind of dream called? It's a little bit. There's a wet a dream? <laughs> no. no. I figure Amber knows most about no. dreams. So I'm looking at her. Why? Uh, what oh. are you, what are the, the... Tell us about well, dreams, you Amber. Well, that it's real? Yeah, what yeah. is that called? Oh, oh, we, we uh, lucid. Yeah, yes. lucid. Okay. Astral projection? I think it was pretty lucid because I was like. Did you smoke pot? I made the decision where I was like, if you just go upside down, you will fly. And I was like, Jamie, just take the leap. Just You will be able to fly. And I made the decision and then I flew. I don't remember much beyond that, but just other than I made the choice to fly and I fucking soared. And then finally. You didn't have a rap battle on Twitter with Donald Trump? No. Any more no. bean rice explosions? Did you see somebody put that up on yeah, uh, so Facebook? Funny. People like the bean rice explosion. It's funny and weird. and confusing. So weird. <laughs> and then finally, um, Alex, you have any parting advice? Um, a nugget of truth, a wisdom, a um, guiding principle. A guiding principle. I guess it's just don't ask, don't get. And I think I've probably said that before, but don't you have. Ask. Yeah, but really just because I'm talking to some of my friends back home and they really want to do things. Um, one wants to start a business like an art gallery. But she's waiting, waiting, waiting. And so I tell her, you know, someone's not going to give it to you. At one point, you're going to have to rip it from someone's hands if you need to do it. Jesus Christ, Alex. Hey, that's how you get. That's how you Give get me it. that fucking art gallery, bitch. <laughs> give me that art I mean, gallery. Somebody's been reading The Art of War. Yeah. I mean, if, you know, if someone's not using it, then take it and make it useful. The art gallery is the funniest example of something of to something. rip away. <laughs> it's. Yeah. Guess what? This art gallery is mine. <laughs> Fuck you. Uh, I'm paying rent on this now. <laughs> well, no, it was actually, it's actually I'm pretty not interesting. Make money off of yeah. this. <laughs> it's, it's, actually, it's actually pretty interesting because I was in I was in Houston, and this is they're all the art scene and the comedy scene. They're all pretty much the same. And they actually talked about the chancellor. They were like, "Do you know the chancellor?" I was like, "Wait, of course I do. I've known her anyway." It all came up because they all know the chancellor and she's like a hero in Houston, like in the comedy scene. It's pretty fantastic. But we were talking about just how things happened here in the comedy scene in New York and in L.A. last week. And we were talking about it in Houston and how it's different there because there, there are a lot of women in the comedy scene in Houston who are trying to get seen as well. And it's just interesting to compare just different scenes. And so I was saying, just to paraphrase, no white man is ever going to give you the opportunity. You got to rip it from him. You have to take it away. And so I was talking to feminists and I was saying, you got to take it. You got to uh -huh. take it. And so they said, if you, and I told them, if you realize how much power you have and you flexed it, just do it. Just make it happen. And so I'm just trying to rile sure. them up a little bit. But You're an ally. Well, trying. Yeah, it sounds like bullshit to me. Well, I mean, what should I take, Alex? What should you take? You're, you're. You're doing something. Xanax. Sean. <laughs> I want to see more liquid feet. You got more where that came from? <laughs> no, I want to see more liquid feet. I was talking to someone in Houston. They knew, they knew who liquid feet was. And so I was like, Whoa. that's fantastic. So just keep doing that. 31st. Just keep doing it. Wait, I wanted you to answer what she should rip. It, just but liquid feet. I should steal liquid feet from other people. 
Yeah, rip it from the grass of people who like there are people who just have wasted space and like mm -hmm. yeah, whatever, just take it. Make it make it happen. Like it's hard to explain, but comedians are some of the most entrepreneurial people that I've met. It's just because they need to make a show happen. Right. So they'll go like Joe and Mandy, they'll go and find a place and they'll make it happen. But a lot of people don't realize that the resources are there for them to do it. And so I'm just trying to just trying to Yeah, no, I, I feel there. like I'm guilty of sort of sometimes waiting for permission from something and you have to disrupt and that's not how it works people see disruption as a bad thing but in business that's the only way to survive i guess because blue sky right right and so just keep disrupting whatever just keep mm. doing it people okay. aren't supposed to be happy when you disrupt things so damn it zip line through <laughs> the red woods i really want to do that <laughs> uh, all right well this is a long shot you've been listening to us we have an appearance coming up at the Los Angeles Podcast Festival 2016. The festival goes from September 23rd to the 25th. You can find out more about it at LAPodfest.com. That's the letters L and A and then Podfest and then dot and then C and O and M. You know, I just have LAPodfest.com. Into the Woods playing in my head now. <laughs> <laughs> um. Our show, our Long Shot Podcast Live, will be at 9 p.m. on Friday of that weekend, which is the 23rd. So please get tickets. Come see us. Visit us. It'll be fun. Make us feel welcome. Uh, we can be your uh, Jen Kirkman of live podcast performances. There's about six people that we could become the Jen Kirkman of and that's all we got for you. So we'll see you next time on the Long Shot Podcast. Goodbye. Ready for some? No. Ciao. Get it? When the game has just been lost. When the race has all been run. For past, present, and future episodes of The Long Shot Podcast, please visit thelongshotpodcast.com. Ignore the cost. Get your stars uncrossed. Back at square one. You can always find a way. Just Even real, you can.
just a dream 